ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி and in this episode we learn of curious customs in courtship as portrayed in sangam literary work kurundogai 276 pen by koli kotranar set in the mountains of kurunji the verse speaks in the voice of the man to himself passing on a pointed message to the confidant listening nearby panithod kurumagal paavaithayum பஞ்சாய் பள்ளம் சூழ்ந்தும் மற்ற இவள் உருத்து எழு வனமுலை ஒளிபெற எழுதிய தொய்யில் காப்போர் அறிதலும் அறியார் முறையுடைய அரசன் செங்கோல் அவையத்து யாந்தற்கடவின் யாங்கு ஆவது கொல் பெரிதும் பேதை மன்ற அழிதோதானே இவ்வழுங்கள் ஊரே வாட் மைட் ஹாப்பின் இஃப் ஐ வெட் டு ரிவீல் த ட்ரூத் ஆஸ்க்ஸ் அ வாய்ஸ் இன் திஸ் வேர்ஸ் த ஓப்பனிங் வேர்ட்ஸ் பனைத்தோட் குருமகள் மீனிங் யங் மெய்டன் வித் பேம்பு லைக் திக் ஆம்ஸ் பிரிங்க் டு ஃபோர் த ஆஃப்ட் மென்ஷன் ஆட்ரிபியூட் ஆஃப் ஃபெமினைன் பியூட்டி இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரேச்சர் இன் பஞ்சாய் பள்ளம் சூழ்ந்தும் மீனிங் ஸ்டெப்பிங் இன் டு த லோ லைங் ரீஜன் வெ கோகோ கிராஸ் க்ரோஸ் talks about a type of grass celebrated in many ancient cultures for its medicinal value voli pera eludhiya toyil meaning toyil written to raise the radiance talks about the tradition of applying body art on the arm shoulders and breasts of sangam women that we have come across in earlier sangam poems too the phrase murayudai arasan sengol avayittu meaning in the court of the righteous ruler who wields his scepter paints a portrait of a just king a great ignorance is brought to light in peridum pedai ending with the words ivvalungal oore meaning this uproarious town the verse welcomes us to know more When we have heard uproarious town before didn't it refer to slander and gossip about the lady's relationship previously what could it mean here the context reveals that the man had met the lady and fallen in love with her and the lady too seemed to reciprocate his feelings while things sound very positive the man still had the challenge of winning the confidant's confidence to further his relationship with the lady when the man attempts to make his case to the lady's confidant she refuses his request to get closer with the lady after the confidant's refusal while she remains close by the man says as if to himself so as to stitch dolls for the young maiden with bamboo like arms i stepped into low lying land where coco grass grows also to make her uplifted beautiful bosom even more radiant i drew toil on her but those who guard her know this not if i seek the coat of the just king with a righteous scepter and if i insist that she reveal everything what would happen then filled with ignorance and to be pitied isn't it this uproarious town with these words the man mentions to the confidant how he will choose to reveal his relationship with the lady through the ritual of madal yerudal if the confidant persisted with her refusals to the man's requests that sounds like a threat doesn't it let's explore why the man chooses this path in response he starts by talking about how he stitched dolls for the young maiden with thick bamboo like arms I was shocked at one part of this statement and amused by the other the part that shocked me was this habit of the man's lady love 
playing with dolls. In today's world, we associate dolls with little children. Perhaps we shouldn't see this with our modern eyes. Maybe young girls then played with dolls for a long time into their teens too. And so reading her wishes, the man seems to have stitched a doll for the lady. It sounds to me like a gift of soft toys like teddy bears that I know some people love even as adults. Now moving on to the part that amused me, it was the reference to the lady's arms as being thick. If you were to use the same expression today, eyebrows would be raised and you would be scolded for fat shaming. Whereas 2000 years ago, a woman's arms being fleshy seems to have been a symbol of beauty. Returning to the verse, we find the man then talking about how he stepped into some low-lying marshes to gather cocoa grass, most probably used to stitch the lady's doll he was just mentioning. When I was looking into the medicinal benefits of the grass, I learned Ayurvedic medicine prescribes this grass for dysmenorrhea in simple terms, for the painful cramps that a woman experiences during her periods. And this got me thinking if the ancient some how understood this particular medicinal benefit of the grass and whether that's why it was made into dolls and presented to young girls then. Stepping away from such speculation back into the verse, we find the man talking about how he also spent time painting the lady's graceful bosom with toyil art. He ends his list of activities by saying those who guard the lady seem not to know this, referring to none other than the confidant in this manner. Now it becomes clear that he has spoken about these various facets to highlight to the confidant his intimacy with the lady. Coming to the crux of the issue, he asks an open question wondering what would happen if he were to take his case to the just king's court of justice and urge the lady to reveal her relationship with him. Then he talks about their town calling it uproarious, one which is foolish and to be pitied. This may puzzle you about why the man is suddenly talking about the town irrelevantly. Once we think about it, the reason why is revealed. Even in the midst of his anger at the confidant's refusal, the man has the culture not to direct insults at the confidant, but to project it on their town when he calls it foolish. Once the confidant hears these words, she will be filled with fear at the prospect of bringing dishonor to the lady and at the same time, realizing the man's closeness with the lady, she would relent and help fulfill the man's request. So much in the hands of a friend then. What should be the extent of faith in the wisdom and care of this confidant to entrust the lady's life to her? While this level of control on a friend's part may seem strange to us, even today friends exert a powerful influence on who we are and who we become, whether we know it or not. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri. Vanakkam.